Hello, and welcome to A Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan. My pronouns are he, him. And today I am joined by... Hey there, guys. My name is Tyler. Our pronouns are he, him. I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-affected street exorcist. Hi, everybody. My name's Christina. I will be playing Elion. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. Uh, they are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and I play Resh Ferris. My pronouns are she, her, as well as Ferris's. She is a wood-aspected dragon-blooded who has a familiar named Zeke, who is a ferret, and she's kind of a performer, petty theft. And this is exalted, like a dragon-blooded. Elian's gonna listen to Sora, look in his eyes, evaluate the facial tics as he sits and blatantly lies to their face. Calmly stand up and move away from him. Hands still on the shoulders. I understand. Thank you. Flips him around, grabs him by the shoulders, and like Sparta kicks him over to Divine and Ricky. He's lying. He's going to keep doing it. If you want to handle it, I have to take my home to a brother. Bury him out in the desert? Yeah, but I want to save a piece of him. Four um, pipes up of what piece? No. You've already lied to us once. Don't lie to us again or else I'm taking both of them. Which hand did you use to, uh, you know? So before this whole conversation happens, I'm just going to insert this here. Elion's just going to, like, calm down a little bit, turn to my... Let's go see your brother. He misses you and is worried about you. And let them handle all this. Does that sound good? She nods and you two uh, go to head out of the room while they, they discuss this. Ferris, would you like to come with? Um, Ferris is going to kind of look at the guys and then look at Elian. Uh, sure. Although it might be better if I stay just in the building for a little bit longer. And I'm just going to kind of gesture to like all of me. That's fair. But I'll, I'll I'll wait outside the room. I don't... I'll, I'll wait out here for them. I'll let them handle it. Yeah. I hear, uh... Just go upstairs, take yourself a nice bath, and uh, relax, and maybe, you know, plug your ears. Uh, Brendan, how long is it gonna take me to go down from glowing? About 15 minutes. So my, we're gonna take a couple of back roads, very slowly. Just so they just gesture. So this isn't as prominent. Oh, it's probably been about mm, 10 minutes after this whole conversation has been happening. So I'd say probably about another five. Also, since you're glowing, you can't stealth. So I said we're going to take some back roads and uh, try to be discreet, but not like stealthing discreet. And just slowly make our way towards her home until I'm good again. I will get to you in just a moment. Um, while that you guys are given the opportunity to do whatever that you want with this guy, Bilar does pipe up. So, uh, either you guys can take the fall for this, or uh, 
I got some guys in town who can uh, dispose of a body real quick. Like you don't have to worry about anything. So uh, Thanos doesn't have to get on your shit list and, you know, you don't know anything. Ricky will just look to Divine. I was going to deliver the hand of Thanos as a gift. Let him know his loose sin's been tied up. I'll make sure that we deliver it to you. Appreciate it, boss. Mighty kind. I figure if I'm the one who's in charge, I may as well be the one to get to to take some of the burden of sin off of you guys. Messy work, Indina Life. Messy work. Well, you know what? His they don't ball- think it'd be like it is, but it do. How very true. However, his boss did decide that he wanted to try and t- try to take the life of one of my men. So uh, I'm going to show him what happens when that uh, when a real when when a real boss uh, t- t- uh, decides to take things in their own hands. And you guys are free of this uh, dirty business. Well, my uh, next order of business is to gather the girls. And boys and everyone in that works for the uh Bountiful Bear and uh discuss how we're gonna change our uh what is it? Rebrand our business. Oh yeah, that sounds great. Uh we can certainly discuss that in a little bit. Hey, uh Tyler, I do have a real quick question for you. Hey buddy. Uh, what was that spell that you picked up? Purifying flame. Christina, as you and Mai begin to exit the Bountiful Bear, uh, you notice that she uh, she has a little bit of a cough to her. Well, you know what? Honestly, with how mm, perceptive and, uh, well, a very good detective that Elian is, you notice the little flecks of blood on her uh, mouth that she tries to wipe away. Uh, Elian's going to kind of pull her off to the side away from everybody. And uh, at this point, I've I've deactivated everything that's not my glowing anima, so I'm not doing anything to her otherwise. Just pull out a little handkerchief, and is that something we need to be worried about? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Um, Before the uh, pretty person showed up, Sora made me uh, drink something. It smelled very sweet, um, but it had uh, it. It didn't taste good. Uh, I'm Elian's gonna kind of not very versed in medicine, but pretty damn good at like investigating and picking up clues and stuff. Is gonna kind of very gently, like, touch her ribs, like, look at her throat to see if it's swollen, um, like, feel if, like, her muscles feel off, just kind of do, like, a full physical, and just letting her know before they touch her in any spots, just so that she's aware. I would say this sounds like an intelligence and investigation check to me, as it, as I believe that you're, you, you don't have anything in medicine, I assume. Nah, bro, nah. All right, uh, it's going to be an intelligence and investigation check. I'm going to say that because you don't have anything in medicine, though, I'm going to say that it is going to be a difficulty seven to discern exactly what's going on. Uh, and with the little thing there, I'll give you two two dice for the stunt. Uh, 
I would like to use my excellency for investigation. And it's two moats per success. And if I remember correctly, it goes up to what uh, dots you have in it, correct? It is. Um, how many dots do you have in investigation? Five. And uh, do you have a specialty in investigation? Yes, but it's for crime scenes. And I don't know if her body technically counts as a crime scene, but where she was at counts as a crime scene when she drank this. Uh, where that she was at does count as a crime scene. Are you going to take her back into the room? At this point, um, probably if, you know, cause I don't know medicine as his character very well. Uh, I just kind of wanted to get her away from potential torture and dismemberment. But if there's something wrong with her, uh, she needs to go back in there so I can look around at shit. Okay. Uh, in that case, then, as soon as she coughs, you kind of turn her around, uh, knowing that some of the other people in there are a little bit more versed in things, and your brain kind of starts doing that, uh, that Sherlock thing of, like, all the numbers and, like, leaping to sudden conclusions as that you know that you need more information. Uh, as you're bringing her back, you can see that Reshbalar has, uh, tied up Danik Sora's hands behind him and is leading him out and towards, hmm, well, probably a secret room that he's aware of, or just a room that's easily to, easy to clean up. The elevator. Ellen's just going to kind of watch Danik Sora go slight smile and go back into the room with everybody else. So I think something's wrong with Mai. It looks like. Sora made her drink something out blood. So someone more versed than I am, can you give her a once-over while I try and, I guess, case the Ricky's eyes kind of dart open really quick. Yeah, why don't you take a seat over here? I'm going to have her sit down in a chair away from all the all the mess. Uh, I guess I would like to roll a medicine roll again, like asking her very emergent medicine questions, like very important things like, hey, can you breathe okay? Um, are you... Have you? How long have you been coughing up blood? Um, is there any other extreme problem? Any trouble sleeping? Is your heart beating really fast? You know, like emergent medical questions. So she answers them uh, very quickly. Uh, I just started. Uh, my heart's been fast since everyone came into the room, and uh, I haven't had trouble breathing. But now that you mention it, my chest is a little tight. Um, I asked questions about the, the the thing that she was made to drink. Any other specific details I might be able to suss out about it? Yeah, so essentially, I imagine Ellen kind of gave her like a little bit of a once-over before bringing her back in, being like, I don't know what I'm doing with this. This is not my area of expertise. I investigate places, not people like this. Uh, and just kind of ushers her over to Ricky as Ricky's just giving her the list of questions. Elion's just going to kind of start looking around the room, seeing if there was any, like, weird summoning circles done, anything that looks kind of ritualistic in nature, um, looking under things, knowing that they're looking for something like, I mean, like a vial or a cup or a canteen or anything in particular. Uh, I mean, Danik didn't have a shirt on, doesn't mean he didn't have something in his pocket, so... I don't find anything around here like that. That's the next place I'm going. It's going to go rip his pants off to look at his pockets. A gross way to end a stunt, but I'll definitely give you a two-dot stunt for that. 
then we were talking about how uh, the moats per successes for the excellency would work. Uh, yes, so uh, you're allowed to spend a number of moats equal to your ability score, uh, including uh, the specialty. So if you have uh, five in investigation plus crime scene, uh, which I'd say would apply to here, you can spend up to six moats for an excellency. Cool. So I'm going to blow those six out of my personal to give me uh, three extra successes. And then I would roll, uh, you said, perception in investigation or intelligence investigation? Um, depends. How quick, do you, how quick do you want to do this? Honestly, with her coughing up blood, uh, I, I don't want to take like my sweet ass time doing it, but like a little bit of time, if that makes sense. I feel like that perception and investigation would be the, uh, would be the one. That's fine. Because that still gives me nine dice plus having a specialization gives me an extra one, right? Uh, yes. So I get to roll ten dice with three automatic successes. Is that including the stunt dice? Oh, not including the stunt dice. So twelve dice plus three successes. Twelve dice plus four successes. I gave you a two-dot stunt for having a weird ending to that. Uh, then maybe I'm only going to use four modes of essence instead of the six. Save a little bit. Oh, that's perfectly fine. Uh, seeing as that this was uh, very recently the site of a uh, very, I don't want to say a very bloody battle, but uh, you, there were two murders that occurred here. But can you really count Fay and Anathema as people? I would say that that would, well, that eight successes are going to do it. I was going to say the difficulty was going to be a five. Eight successes plus the the three automatic, so eleven successes. Oh, eleven successes will absolutely do it. You look around the place and uh, kind of go through the battle in your head and realize that uh, your eyes were tracking a moving vial the entire time. You just didn't have time to think about it. Uh, as you realize, as you have this sudden, quick-witted realization, you uh, more or less probably drop to the floor, grab the vial that's uh, moved underneath the bed, and then pull it out. There is still a gross-looking liquid uh, within that has a sweet smell to it. Kind of doing the whole thing where you don't just directly smell a foreign substance, just kind of taking the hand and wafting it to their nose just to kind of... Get, see if they recognize the scent a little bit more than just it's sweet smelling. Depends. Uh, what's Elian's uh, relation with the occult? I think I've got at least one dot in occult. Give me a second. I have one dot in the occult. Oh, oh. that's that's not what I was asking. Has Elian ever met a demon? Uh, I'm gonna say probably not. I mean, there was that one time that my demon came out while they were standing there. Didn't we also fight a demon like our first session? Yes, the 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 whole Lintha encounter, there was that. The Lintha worm is more of a very weird creature. I wouldn't call it a demon per se. Demon worshippers and demons are two different things. That's probably about as close as Elion's gotten to demon-esque stuff, really, then. Uh, so if they don't recognize the scent, 
they're kind of going to go around their own. Can you guys waft this and see if you recognize the smell? I don't, I don't know it offhand. Ricky extends a hand out for it. I mean, I'm going to give it to, to whoever wants to try and identify it, since I don't know it clearly. Uh, and I'm also just going to kind of keep going around the room to see if there's anything else that might be pertinent to helping them figure this out. Uh, nothing comes to mind that would be pertinent to helping you figure this out, but there were some other things that you'll get uh, from that role that I'll get to you after the more pressing matters accomplished. Ricky, you uh, extend your hand out for the the vial. You, with a higher than average occult, I'd say, and having been a member of the Immaculate Philosophy, even if only briefly, as well as, uh, well, now being a practice sorcerer, can recognize a poison with magical properties almost at a glance. Yeah, uh-oh. Uh, I'm gonna smell it, Brenda. That sounds like a weirdly a perception and medicine role to me. Okay. Is this it? Is this a medicine role that I succeed at? Uh, with three successes, you... With three successes, you can't identify the exact nature of the poison outside of that it is it is from a rel- it is from the demonic realm. Alright, this, this is gonna be a little gross. But I taste it. Alright, give me just a second. Uh before you do that. Uh, Purifying Flames is my control spell, and I cannot be affected by any poison or disease. It is magically uh, alchemized to be purified once I consume it. Can you also not drink all of it that way? I'm literally just dipping a finger into it. And I will say also, this is a poison that that would not work for if one such poison exists. I would not be aware that it wouldn't work. So, uh, Ricky, uh, when you taste this, it has a notably metallic taste in the mouth. And the smell that is wafting off of it, um, it would be best described as the smell of, uh, burning air or ozone. So, like sulfur? Yes. Excellent. Uh, so that rookie brain goes, uh, oh, this is bad. I should say it has a sulfurous smell to it, but it is not sulfur, just to let you know. Right. Uh, I'm going to look to Divine. You need to find me a bucket. I'm going to have my username. All right. All right, sweetie. Uh, This is going to be a little weird, but just bear with me, okay? How is she doing, by the way? Is she getting worse? She is staying at the same uh, relative health. Uh, she's coughing a little bit every now and again, and little flecks of blood are coming out, but it's not progressing. Okay. At that, I would like to begin casting Purifying Flame. All right. Race to the clock. Uh, so that is one willpower to start casting, and then you're going to start uh, rolling me, I believe, that it is intelligence and occult to start gathering sorceress motes. Now, you might feel a little bit sick, but I'll make you feel better, okay? Don't be too uh, too concerned, but you might feel a little bit queasy, a little bit, you know, warm all of a sudden, but you'll be okay. Trust me. She gives you a nod. 
Okay. Uh, intelligence and uh, occult, you said? Yep. So what does Ricky casting his first spell look like? Excellent. Uh, so Ricky like sets his staff down calmly and kind of, kind of sits cross-legged next to next or in front of Mai and takes both of his hands and combines them in like not like a prayer motion, but like you know like the fist against the open hand monk pose and inhales a very big deep breath and then slowly exhales and does this over and over again. And as he breathes heavily like this, slowly the air and like area around his his chest and hands goes from just normal air to a very dull, like the dullest red a metal can be when you heat it up. And the breathing gets uh, not faster, but like more continuous and more steady, kind of like you're stoking a flame. So it goes from like dark red to a brighter red to a reddish orange, to an orangish yellow, up until it is actually all white, like white hot. At this point, like, the breath is, like, bellowing some sort of inner flame. And after one final breath, he takes the hand and, like, it's not, like, forceful or, like, or, like, like a shove, but it is certainly with much intent, brings that, brings his hands outward and uh, places them, like, just below... Uh, Mai's throat, like right by the clavicle, and expels all that magic uh, into her system. Okay, well, let's see how long that this takes. So that is going. I'm going to say that for the purposes of you gathering sorceress motes, uh, I'm going to give you a two dot stunt. Uh, so that's going to be two extra dice uh, and one auto success. Uh, so go ahead and roll that. Your target number is twenty sorceress motes. So we're going to start off with a four. The uh, as you continue to gather uh, sorceress motes, um, I'm going to say that for the purposes of this, you are considered to have a those extra stunt dice for the the rest of the rolls. If you want to just see how long this takes, sure. Uh, did, did did divine get a bucket for me? Uh, yeah, I was going to grab the bucket while you were gathering motes. Gotcha. Just didn't want to interrupt the scene. Sounds good. Six that time. Okay, so you're at 10. Uh, it con- you continue to gather motes. 7. 17. You're almost there. Is she responding to this, or is it... So the spell does not go off until you hit 20. Ah, I see. Okay. 6. So that is where the- it would hit. I'm going to roll and see uh, how much damage that she takes during this uh, time. From the From the poison? Yes. Okay. As you're gathering uh, moats and uh, as you're gathering sorcerer's moats around you, as the the, uh, the essence in the air is turning into that white hot flame, you can see that her coughing is beginning to rapidly deteriorate her. Uh, for a moment, she looks like that she uh, is racked with a cough that uh, sends her sprawling for a little bit before someone can grab her. Uh, when that they do uh, finally steady her, she lets out one final hard cough before you push the energy into her. And what happens? As Ricky extends the energy into her, um, he immediately after it goes, drops his hands and quickly gets the bucket and holds it right in front of him, in front of her. And you know that that convulsion, that involuntary like like intestinal movement. 
of like your body telling itself to like hurl. Like you, your stomach kind of like twists itself into like a knot to force something in one direction or another. After like she like grabs her stomach for a second and something is absorbed. There's like a couple very, very rough convulsions before she just pukes out. I'm assuming some very oddly colored wave of vomit into the bucket. Like her body is literally forcing whatever she ingested that was poisonous, just just purging itself of that entirely. Magical ipecac. It is a well. You're not sure exactly what this word would mean, but it is a radioactively green fluid. Nice. But after that, after taking uh. Three health levels of damage, which is way more than most uh, mortals ever want to take. She is uh, hurt, but will make it. <sighs> Shit. That was my first time ever trying that on a person. Uh, it's just so the class knows. Uh, but it all worked out, I think. She looks to you uh, with a little bit of pain in her eyes uh, because she is in pain. But there's a nod of thanks. And then we're going to swing over to what that Elian found with those 11 successes while investigating the room. Elian, you found while going underneath the bed to grab that vial, uh, your hand brushed over a safe. Go on. Oh, I didn't think that I need to go on. There's a safe under the bed. Like, inside the floor. How easy is this bed to flip? I don't know. What's your strength? Uh, currently, it's only two. Mm, if you're going to flip the whole frame and everything, you might need someone else's help. This is part of my strength training, is trying to flip a bed. Because that was one of the things that I, I put uh points into upping, but hasn't upped yet. Oh, well then, by all means, let's see how strong that Elian is if you want to give me a strength and athletics roll. Flip that bed for me. This is going to be pitiful. Because my training time hasn't finished yet for it, so it's still at two. It'll be at three, eventually. Somehow I got three successes. Look at that. Still better than a medicine roll by Tyler. <laughs> True shit. With a little bit of effort, uh, the... Averagely muscled form of Elian bends down, uh, lifts the bed, uh, be uh, bed frame and all, and reveals to everyone a safe in the floor. Of as you all know this, uh, because Elian had investigated this earlier, Danny Xora's personal quarters in the brothel. I wonder what could be in there. So you said it's built into the floor, right? Yes. What's the floor made of, Brendan? Uh, the floor here is made of stone. Can someone, before uh, Bilar does whatever he's planning to do to Danik, can you go see if we can... Or, you know, you do have a master thief here. I can take a look at it. By all means. While they're doing that, I'm just going to make sure that my is like... I'm going like, to get her some water and like something to like put over her head. You know, like, like a cold towel over her head or something that'll make sure she's not, you know, like, super uncomfortable. It's honestly pretty adorable to watch this, uh, this punk who stood up to Thanos, uh, take care of a, take care of a young girl. Alright, this is when I need Zeke to crack the safe. Alright, I'm gonna go over and, uh, take a look at this safe. What kind of lock is on it again? 
Looks like it's a uh, number. Uh, God, uh, my my brain just kind of blanked on it. Combination lock. Yes. Like a dial. Yes, like a dial combination lock. Like a school, like a school locker lock. Exactly. Except instead of only having uh, thirty uh, going around, it's got about two hundred. All right, Brendan. I want to kind of uh, I want to kind of look over the safe for a bit, and then uh, Ferris is going to look down and be like, "All right, Zeke, I need your help. I'm going to have him come out." And Zeke has keen uh, smell and hearing, like he's got good hearing and smell. I want him to put his ears up to the safe, and I'll also put mine up there. And I want to use Nimble Thief's fingers to try and uh, pick the lock slash break open the safe. And then having Zeke listening in, if there's a click, I want him to kind of let me... Like, do, like, a little chirp or something to let me know that there was a click that, just in case I missed something. So are you having him roll the larceny roll, or are you? I want to roll the larceny roll with help, with him being, like, support. Alright, then. Um, go ahead and roll your larceny roll, and if he'll he'll be helping, uh, I'm, I, I'll give you, uh... With his uh, keen nose, uh, with his keen hearing, I will give you the benefit of the double nines. Okay, and then um, I'm also using Thief's nimble fingers, which uh, lets you re-roll sixes until they cease to appear. Fantastic! Uh, and since you're using Zeke to help you, I'll also give you an extra two dice for stunting. The difficulty, by the way, is going to be a five. And it's Dex and Larceny, or what? Dex and Larceny. So four plus the one automatic is five successes? Or no, you said it was a difficulty five, right? It's a difficulty five. You needed five successes to uh to open that up. Uh despite your best efforts, uh you and Zeke can't seem to What if I were to use my uh deep listening palm technique to help listen for that click that they're missing? Like that final setting tone that I'm guessing they're missing to push them over the edge. If if you spend the motes for it, I will give them the benefit of double eights. Yeah, so five notes and then a perception plus awareness on difficulty three, because I'm guessing the safe is metal. Yes, I would need you to get some uh, I would need you to get some some successes on that. Yeah. I should have read my uh, Excellency because it, I can add automatic successes to larceny rolls, but for some reason I didn't think it would work because the first part says uh, can move effortlessly within criminal underworlds. Oh no, that's just for any any larceny roll. That's fine. We're that's why this is still Act One. This is still uh, training wheels time. All right, so I'm going to use five motes on that, and then. Two motes on a uh, precision observation method to add a single automatic success to it. All right. He's, uh, noticing that his friends are struggling, Divine kind of walks over to the safe and kneels down next to them, placing his hand on the 
other side of the safe face from Zeke's ear and just holds up a finger for quiet as he listens. Please go ahead and roll that for me, Cody. I'll give you an extra two dice for that. So that's five total successes. All right, then. Uh, With five total successes, you are able to give uh, Resh Ferris the benefit of double eights, which would then move her successes from only four to a total of six. While the the safe was a little harder than you expected to to crack Ferris, uh, with the help of the people in your gang, you are able to open it up. And inside is quite the hall. Uh, You might say that this might have been, at some point, this man's hmm, maybe life savings, or it's at least enough to buy a small house here. Uh, You all are welcome as you have finished the uh, side quest for the weirdos in the brothel to add three million yen to the pool of money. I believe that should put you all at about eleven and a half million. Wow. And if my calculations on everything are correct, uh, that should put the group total towards uh, the act one goal of buying that uh, story in the skyscraper at having you guys be at about eleven and a half million. Technically, you can enter into the auction if you want now, since the starting bid is nine mil. But if you guys want to just buy it outright, you got about a week to get another four and a half. No, three and a half. I'm sorry. An auction is just gambling with extra steps. So you all know where my money's at. So now that uh, you have essentially robbed, uh, robbed and well, not murdered, but sent him downriver, whatever that Reshbalar ends up doing to this guy, you all have more money. And on top of that, Divine is now in charge, uh, well, partially owns three properties, uh, one of which uh, he just asked his buddy Ricky to get the people who don't work here out of there. Did you also want to gather the uh, the workers, uh, Divine? I know that you had something planned. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to do that once uh we had everything settled with the crime scene. There's really nothing else to be found here. Uh, is there anything else that you all want to do? Not here. I eventually want to get my home when she's going up to it. What do you think, Divine? Uh, is this a thing that Elian needs to know about? I don't think... Uh, if you want, you're welcome to hang around. I'm uh, just restructuring the uh, business plan to be less... Uh, exploitative of our employees. Does Mai look like she's good to go, or does she look like she still needs a little bit of, like, mellowing out time? After you all finish counting the money, and uh, Divine finish gathering people together, uh, but before his uh, talk to the new employees, uh, she looks like that she can uh, head head home with your help. Okay, Elion's gonna look to Divine. Give me the Cliff Ghost version later. Can do. As a as Elliot and Maya leaving, Ricky's gonna like wave to Maya. She goes, "Don't be doing any backflips or nothing. Be careful now." She smiles and waves uh, back to you. She's very grateful for the help, but you know, having to get up that much 
weird goop out of your system kind of does a number on your on your talk box. That'd do. And I'm also probably not glowing anymore, so we can just take a nice, leisurely, more stealthy route home. So, you're not glowing, but I am. After uh, getting uh, Elion and my on their way, uh, Divine gathers everybody in, like, the main foyer and introduces himself. Uh, Evening, everyone. I'm your new, uh, let's just say, me and my partners here will be taking a more hands-on approach and running this place. First off, can I get a show of hands? Who actually wants to be here? There's a hesitancy as you ask this question. It sounds like it's, the the way that you phrase it, even with the best of intentions, sounds like a very loaded question. Yeah, pretty much, uh, I forgot, sorry, uh, we're not shitbags like they were. How many of you got conned into a contract that doesn't benefit you? And how many of you are just here because you enjoy the work? More people than you would ever like to admit raise their hand at the first. All right. Um, Ricky, you know how to write, right? Dude, shut the hell. Yes, I know how to write. All right. Uh, all of you are, if you raise your hand, you are free to go. You're released from your contract. See Ricky and let him know how much money you were here to earn how much money you were contracted to be paid that they conned you out of. And uh, give us a name and where to find you. And in the next coming weeks, I'll do my best to get your contract paid out the way it should be fairly to you. Anybody who wants to hang around, we're going to be restructuring into uh, away from that prostitution business. We're still going to be, you know, taking advantage of these shady neckbeards who think they can buy a woman's company and make you like them with money. Because, you know, they'll give up the money. But you're going to get paid fairly, and I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to do. From this point forward, the Bountiful Bear is going to be rebranding into the Cordial Crane, the first hostess club in the Undermarket. The people who had their contracts that were kind of there to screw them up, they stuck around to listen to what you have to say. One of them who was probably about Mai's age, uh, who Elian actually met earlier, uh, stands up and moves forward. uh, And she looks to you and she goes, excuse me, sir. Uh, what the hell's a hostess club? So, you know how in the brothel, when the Johns come in, you kind of woo them and get them to like you before, you know, taking them off to let them do whatever they paid for? Now they are just going to pay you to woo them and get them to like you and then not do anything else. And if they try anything else, Ricky's going to break a finger for every time they try. 
Yeah, you know when somebody says that they want to enjoy a lady's company, even though they really mean they want to be sleazy scumbags? This is just really they want company. They want to, like, talk to somebody and, you know, enjoy someone's, you know, company. You're the, uh, you're the, you're the young lady that, with the, uh, the singing voice, right? Oh, uh, I think, yeah. uh, my friend showed me your contract that you really got some, uh, chords on you. Oh, yeah, no, I, I haven't been able to sing since, uh, since, since my voice dropped. Well, how would you, but do you still enjoy music? I guess. How would you feel about actually being paid fairly to be our lead hostess of a uh, weekly karaoke competition to drum up business here? I'm not going to say that her eyes light up just yet because there's obviously going to be need to be some roles that get made in a little bit. Yeah. But there are some other questions that need to be asked before I have you make any roles for me. Like, what the hell's a karaoke competition? Oh, I think that they know what that is. Karaoke is ingrained in the soul of these of uh, of everyone. Um, a few of the other people, because it is a brothel, it's not a uh, a sexist establishment. Uh, I will let you know there are quite there are actually more men here than there are women. Oh, it's a host club then. We uh, anybody here got uh experience with you know fashion design a few people raise their hands would you dare deny desert bloom the chance to fashion these people oh you're right good uh you few um i'll be sending i'll be bringing over a uh friend of ours here soon i would like y'all to you know for a bone for your signing bonus, have you worked with our uh, compatriot in designing uniforms for everyone? We got to look good to uh, bring in a higher standard of clientele than that. Will mummy was letting through? Yeah, uh, she didn't always look like that. That's like a really recent thing. Her uh, her outsides decided to match her insides, I guess. What happened to her? Um, well, she uh, she's not gonna be an issue anymore. Uh, I'm not gonna go into details. I know y'all can take the news, but uh, she is no longer with us. They nod. All right, Cody, uh, for that big speech and everything, I'm going to give you a two daughter uh, for a stunt. Is there any charms that you'd like to uh, add into this? The difficulty for convincing these people to stay on and everything is going to kind of be a varied thing, but I will let you know that obviously the more successes that you get, the the better the people will act and the better that they will uh, essentially like uh, be loyal to you is the best way that I can put it. What's it cost a auspicious first meeting attitude the whole room? All your moats.
all my moats. Um, no, that would be, is that a socialize or a presence? Uh, it is a socialize. It's a five moat, uh, simple instant. Um, I'm going to say that it's going to, so I'm going to say that to do that with, uh, this role, it is going to be, uh, a regular role, but you're going to take a minus three die penalty. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll look it up later, but I want to say that, uh, I want to say that since it's an external penalty, it takes away from successes that you get, not dice. Gotcha. So now the anima is starting to burn as, uh, divine speaks with fervor about turning this establishment around and making it work for our employees rather than the benefits of one. And then going to use four motes on loquacious courtier technique to add uh, two successes. Okay, so that would be three successes automatically with the uh, stunt dice that I gave you? Yeah. And then two extra dice. Yep. So even with the uh, minus three penalty that I gave you, that's still eight successes? I believe so. Yeah, because your minus three was canceled out by my plus three. So yeah, eight total. Outside of some of the people who were obviously too young to have been there or too, let's just say broken, there's there's a few people who, a lot of the people here have been uh, conned into these contracts, but a lot of them decided that with the change of uh, establishment that they're going to uh, stick it through. Uh, I mean, it's basically a free job. Why wouldn't they try it? There's only a few who uh, walk out, and for good reason. Yeah, like, that's reasonable. It was not a good place. I do not blame anybody for not wanting to continue with us. Just make sure you stop by with my buddy Ricky, and, you know, he'll make sure you get paid out for your contract. And I'm going to hand on my 10000 walking around yen to pay out anybody. 10000 walking around money. That'll that'll have to be handled at a different time. The contracts will be more than that. I also have uh, ninety six thousand walking around yen. If that makes a difference, uh, or we can wait until we get all. Or we can wait until we get our. Uh, we can get our, we get our skyscraper settled. Oh wait, I missed I missed a zero. That's a hundred thousand walking around yen. It's but, but still. Yeah. You still want to wait until you your your game mission currently is get this much money. Right. Let's wait to pay out those contracts until that you have that because this is on a time crunch. That is it. True. True, true. So, you get all of that settled and that'll get uh we we can figure out a way to settle that uh during downtime. But now you have a fairly full staff for the Cordial Crane. Even uh, enough people here to uh, even give some people sick days when they want it. Oh man, they get PTO. Okay, so are there any other scenes that you guys would like to do tonight? I don't know if it needs to be a scene, but I want to buy Manami's coffee. So I had a question I was going to ask. Um, the, the owner of the, uh, Shaved Yetum said that you were going to visit a cousin of hers. Is that who you killed? Yeah. 
We should probably go talk to her about that. Yeah. Oh, j- just so she knows that her cousin's doing dirty. But she just, doesn't know her cousin's dead. Yeah, we just... Yeah, we should probably go do that. Uh, she, she knows who went to talk to her cousin. She's not going to be surprised, but... yeah. But we should probably still go have the respect to tell her. Yeah. You're right. Okay, that sounds like a good... Uh, once you guys finish up that scene, that sounds like a good place to end it for the night. So you guys go... Uh, after speaking with everyone with the cordial crane now, uh, you head back to the shaved Yetum where that uh, you go through the area and uh, go up into the offices where that Regara Salon and Moya are hanging out. Salon appears to be a little bit deeper into her drinks as that uh, she has pulled out a bottle of something with a label that I don't believe any of you can read because I don't think that any of you guys know how to read uh, whatever the equivalent... Uh, uh, I don't think that any of you guys know how to read a low realm. Oh, man. Brit and I do. <laughs> low realm, huh? Yeah, I have low realm, flame tongue, and river speak. Fantastic, then. Uh, you can see that she is... Drinking from a bottle called uh, The Empress's Red. It is a... uh, You're not sure if there's any kind of dye in there, but it has the fiery red uh, color to the drink that is very similar to Ricky's anima when he gets mad. As as you guys come in, uh, Regara Salon will soon just goes, Ah, divine, you're back. Man, today's been just absolutely just rocking. I cannot. Is that your buddy who who fought Thanos with you? Yeah, it is. I cannot thank either of you enough for that. You you guys are just like the guild people aren't coming around, but the people who hate the guild are coming around, and like they're coming here because they know that we hate the guild and they want to spend money with the people who hate the guild. It's great. It's probably going to come and bite us in the ass at some point, but it's great for right now. Yeah, get your money now. When it bites us in the ass, you know, we can bite back. Yeah, we can. So, what's up? We've, uh... Got some news. Well, Divine has some news. Yeah, I've, uh, I've got some news. Um, we delivered that letter to your cousin, and... Oh, yeah? How's Sabrina doing? Hey, uh, Brendan, real quick. Is there another seat in this room? Yeah, yeah, there's a few seats. I want to take a seat. Are you going to, is it, uh, do you like take like a chair? Do you like flip it around and like sit on it backwards? Yeah, yeah I make myself at home a little bit, you know. <laughs> do, you, do you do the, uh, the, the Captain America thing where you're just like, so, so, so your cousin's dead. <laughs> No, I'm not going to flip the chair around, but I am going to, like, make myself at home a little bit and, and, uh, and, like, take a seat. You, uh, so right now, I understand, uh, you're drinking the Celebration, uh, wine. Uh, you got a bad news wine that you might want to trade out for, like, something a little stronger? Uh, I think I'm good. This is, this is good wine. Well, uh. Why, why you got bad news? And we confirmed that we would... Well, no, we don't know that Sabrina's an anathema. We just know that she was something. 
Ricky knows she's an anathema. Oh, was that who that was? Yeah. Oh! He outwardly mentioned anathema when he was talking about stuff. So he said something in regards to anathema with the situation. So it depends on if we can connect dots or not. I can bring it up if need be. Yeah. Uh, well, um, she didn't like going by her name anymore. And, uh, she wasn't, she was no longer your cousin, Sabrine. She was something horrific and worse. And we had to put a creature down. She looks to you suddenly very, very soberly and looks between the both of you and just kind of goes, you killed my cousin? I'm I'm pretty sure she was uh, dead before we killed the thing that wasn't her anymore. Uh, what what was what's what are those things called, Ricky? She had a become an anathema, ma'am. Not much you can do about that, really. She looks overcome uh, by all of this for the moment, and she like looks down. Uh, saddened by this you she kind of looks to Ricky and she's like you speak like you've like you know about these things are you a monk no not anymore there was a time I've uh seen uh <laughs> seen the light so to speak I, I think uh think differently now but I remember my time there for what it's worth, uh, Ricky, uh, the teachings about anathema, at least that you've seen in your lifetime here, have all been fairly true. Uh, whenever that someone is taken by the the spirits of anathema, those spirits basically fully possess them and they are no longer themselves. They are taken over by an essence insanity and what once might have was this woman's cousin the moment that the anathema inhabited her body is no more. At least yeah, my, that's how the monks have always taught it. And you've always seen that that's been the case. Now, ma'am, I, uh, I got into that way of life, that teaching because I believed in a good they were trying to teach little did I know that they were not so good, but the, uh, the light that I originally saw behind that, I still see it every now and again. Now I see the dark of it every now and again too. I wish I wish we could have done more, but I've never heard of anyone being able to come back from that. If I could have done something, I would have. Ricky, you know that the best thing to do for an anathema, no matter what kind, is to put it down as quickly as possible. Right. Though there is one thing that was kind of bothering you now that you're thinking about it. You've never seen or heard of one that had a mark on its forehead that bled. There's stories about sunlight and uh, moonlight coming out of them. Even some stories about uh, creatures that uh, exhibited uh, greater strengths of, uh, of, of lesser gods, but never one that fucking bled. I'm sure there's not really a relevant role to make about that, is there? Not that you got, not that anything would tell you. I'll just keep it tucked away in the back. 
she takes a minute to gather her thoughts on this. And after a little bit of reassurance, she is ready to let go of things. There's nothing to be done when the, the anathema strike. It's just the way that the world is. Is there anything else you guys would like to uh, talk to Regara Salon or Moya about before we end? Since we're on the topic, I, uh, as a member of this community, I'd like to extend my services to you as a, as a business owner. I know I, uh, I come across as a very, uh, brash individual. I get that a lot, you know, uh, kind of a punk. So I hear, and, and I am to be fair, but also, uh, this is my home and my services are available if needed. Please don't hesitate to reach out. Noted. Uh, if I ever need a monk, or an ex-monk, I should say, who can exercise some spirits for me or bop some people on the head for me, I'll give you a ring. I like the term street exorcist. has a good ring to it. We'll have to come up with a... Uh, we'll have to workshop a better title. You're the boss. Oh, I most certainly am not. I'm a business partner with Divine here. Oh, well, he's certainly not my boss, so... You, you'll admit it one day. It's fine. In other news, uh, the Bountiful Bear is now rebranding as the Cordial Crane. We're going to be a host club that serves iced coffee and karaoke once a week. You know, drum up business. Still get the same type of uh, desperate guy, but a little less shady in there. And, uh, Hopefully it works out for the best and, you know, we're not taking advantage of people anymore. She nods and thinks about what you said for a moment and seems to agree with it before uh, she takes a very deep sip from her drink and then walks to you and says, All right, then that that sounds good, I guess. But I got one question for you, Divine. What the fuck's a host club? Thank you all for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not give us a follow on Twitter for more updates as to when we'll be releasing episodes. You can also give us a like or review on your podcast app of choice. Just a few quick button clicks and you can help us defeat the dreaded algorithm boss. The theme song for this game was Main Theme by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2019, used under a Creative Commons license. And hey, for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice. All right, recording has started back up. Uh, Elian, your cue is uh, you just found out that Danik Sora is lying to you. God, I'm picking up Ricky. Need to stop that. Uh hey. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure that 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 that, that was it because I know that uh, in that pinned post you'd actually linked the uh, you'd linked it to the horse one. No, I picked up your fine claim. Uh, she points to a vial that in the fray got kicked under a, actually, no, I'm going to give me, uh, I'm going to wait for Christina to, uh, I'm going to edit this out. I'm going to wait for Christina to, uh, make her rolls and I can see that she finds it. Cause that is like literally her, her fucking deal. <laughs> oh, um, Hmm. Give me a second to reread the spell so I can 
give another description. All right, then. Uh, let me just pull up Zeke's uh, character sheet real quick. Because he's got the keen nose and, like, the smell and hearing. And then he also has Tiny Thief, which is uh, for larceny rolls. So, Brendan, real quick, while she's figuring that out and rolling it, I forgot about a thing for my investigation roll. And that's, I get to re-roll sixes until they cease to appear. So I get to roll two more dice on the investigation. Well, please then, by all means, let's figure out exactly how much more of a rousing success that you got. No more, but it was one, it could have been a thing. Get through that. Um, Meet five or beat five? It has to meet five. I got five because I got the three and then the one from the re-rolls and I got one automatic. Where where did you get the auto? Is the automatic from? Didn't you say it was a stunt? I I, I said it was a one dot stunt. Gotcha. Okay. I th- Christina and I both heard two at first. So. Hostess club in the undermarket. You motherfucker. <laughs> Brendan is cackling in the living room. Like he's losing his shit out there. Boot up the karaoke machines, boy. <laughs> well, I was waiting. Oh, that's next. Like- I was waiting to be like, he better rename this place if he's rebranding it. I'm just interested to see what he changes it to. Um, Brendan, would the term she was possessed by an anathema be accurate, or how would I how would I say what happened to her intelligently? Because I don't know, but Ricky knows. Uh, you would say that she became an anathema. I think that's where we can cut it for the night. Wait, wait. <laughs> Funny you should ask. And then cut. Okay.